joining us and checking in this morning. As always, we love to get them. You can text us at 702-364-9400. You can call that number two. You can also tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. And you can do that now or anytime during the show. We love seeing your messages. Thank you so much for that. Good morning. Good morning to you. How are you doing over there? How was your, your night? How's everything going over there? Doing well. Uh, my night was good last night. It was uh, my husband. He uh, is headed out of town for work. And so we're just uh, kind of getting some stuff ready for him as he gets uh, ready to take off for uh, for a couple of days and uh, went on our walk last night. Man, it is hot. We mm. have to wait later and later and later. We used to always go right after we had dinner, like around 6.30 or so. And now I'm like, we got to wait till like at least 7, 7.30. Even last night we went at 7. It was just like, oh, wow. And another heat wave just hitting us and it's going to be even hotter today than it was yesterday yeah you feel you feel that heat out there they're saying it hasn't been this hot since september so it's definitely and i feel like it's kind of crept on us crept up on us we've had some warm days with the past couple of weeks but all of a sudden it's here if, if this is an indication of the summer is going to be it is going to be a hot one yeah in Las Vegas. definitely but not a surprise i mean yeah. we know what we signed up for when we lived here how are you how was your night good it was a great day uh full day i had a radio station meeting uh in green valley which was around three o'clock yesterday and i finished i'm at a stoplight on green valley parkway and a, a car pulls up next to me and i kind of feel like a, like a presence like someone waving so i look over and the, there's this woman waving at me and i don't recognize her so i put my window down she puts her window down and she's just a fan of the, of the show her name is julie and she listens every day and she wanted me to say hi to you mercedes so julie sends her love and uh she's happy for sophie she said we had like we exchanged the longest it was like the longest traffic like ever, and we just had a great conversation sitting there at the stoplight waiting for to for the lights to turn green. Her daughter's getting married this year. We talked a lot, but her name was Julie, and she's a huge fan of the show, and I met her at a stoplight in Green Valley yesterday. Uh, well, that's cool. I mean, yeah, knowing the stoplights here in, in Las Vegas, you guys probably are best friends now. Yeah, we sat there just chit-chatting, like, okay, all right, it was nice to meet you. It was fun. And then after that, I mentioned earlier in the week, uh, I was filming some stuff last week, some car stuff, and the guy that I was working with, my buddy, he lost the GoPro. We finished filming, and he the GoPro on the back of his truck, packing up things, didn't realize it was on the back of his truck, and he drove off and lost it. This was last week. A couple days go by. We searched high and low for it, called businesses, couldn't find it. Uh, this woman, she found it, and she also lives in Green Valley. So that's where I was going from the radio station meeting to pick up this lost GoPro. I mean, you talk about a miracle. She found it on the side of the road. She, there was no name on it, so she watched what was on there and just kind of did some did some CSIing and discovered who owned it and tracked me down and we got our GoPro back, back last night. Well, that's good. I mean, obviously that's a, that's important for you to get that back and did you give her any sort of reward or anything? I did. I gave her a reward, yes. Nice. Yes, Very I did, nice. yeah. Because it was funny. She said, uh, she said, you know, we found it, and my husband and my boys were, wow, we got a GoPro. And I told them, no, we have to make an effort to see who owns this. And they said, well, there's no name on it. And she said, well, let's see if there's any footage on it. And they started watching it, like, we don't know who this is. Like, let's watch a little bit longer and figure it out. And so it was funny because her husband and boys wanted to keep it. And then I said, no, we got to do the right thing. And then um, I got it back last night. So I was very happy about well, that. Well, good. It sounds like it was a great day for you. Hopefully, you guys had a good one too we're ready to kick things off this morning time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear breakfast at tiffany's by deep blue something and I said, 
Hudson. Jordan Sparks and Chris Brown. Those are your choices. Get us your votes now. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or you can text or call us 702-364-9400. We will count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Britney Spears is all set to walk down the aisle and marry her fiancé, Sam Ascari, in an intimate ceremony. TMZ says they are getting married today in front of a very exclusive and small guest list of about 100 people. They say Britney's brother, Brian, is expected to be in, in attendance, but her mom, dad, and sister, Jamie Lynn, will not be there. And it's not yet been decided who will give Britney away at the altar as final details they're saying are still being worked out. And it's unclear what Britney will wear for the big event, but she did document a visit from Donatella Versace back in March. So maybe she has a Versace dress on. What We'll see what transpires this afternoon. Yeah, they're they're good buddies. So I would not be surprised at all if she was wearing Versace. And good for her. That's really cool. I saw that TMZ breaking news last yeah. night. I was like, breaking news? What? Oh, she's getting married. Oh, I mean, that's, that's definitely news. But I was like, whoa, I thought something really, really big was happening. Yeah, when you see someone trending like that, too, my I hate to say it, my immediate thought of something bad is happened like Britney's trying like oh no what's happened oh she's getting married and so this will be her third marriage that first one was to that guy Jason Alexander here in Las Vegas and that was a circus and then Federline was number two right yep and then this guy uh, Sam would be number three so we'll see what happens but they're saying TMZ says it's happening today and this was big here in Las Vegas Clark County Commissioners proclaimed June as Katy Perry Day talking June 8th that would have been yesterday Wednesday Katy was on hand for the festivities at Resorts World as she was presented with a key to the Las Vegas Strip did you see her outfit yesterday yeah I did what what, what about it I was getting your thoughts on it uh, the green? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's cute. It was green. <laughs> it, was it was really bright. Green. Oh, yeah. It was very bright. Now, sure. Ka- Katie started her residency back in December, and she has strong ties to Las Vegas. Her aunt was a showgirl. Her grandmother was a seamstress here in Las Vegas. Her dad grew up here and then ended up being a chauffeur here in Las Vegas. And then her parents were married in Las Vegas. So it's about time she gets the key to the strip. Now, what about the city? Yeah, it's only yeah. the strip she can get into, but she can't get into the rest of the city. But I feel like if you have the strip, you have more access. Because technically the city, the Las Vegas city limits is small. If you have the key to the strip, you have more access, in my opinion. Uh, is uh, the strip bigger than the city? Well, the last, the last, where does Las Vegas end? Las Vegas ends technically the city of Las Vegas. I think ends at Sahara. Okay. Well, so, so maybe not the cool stuff, but you still have some access. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you have access. You strut around with that key. Go yeah. anywhere you want to. Come on now. <laughs> Today's the big day. Actually, tonight, nine o'clock here on the West Coast. BTS proof the album is coming out. Are you all set for this tonight? We are very excited. They just dropped a ton of uh, like uh, photos this morning. I get my little Weverse notifications, and I was like, uh oh, what did they drop? Some more content, and it was just like 
inundated of uh, pictures. And yeah, so you can tell the time is coming. We're very excited if you're Army, for sure. It's a big night. Nine o'clock is when it's out. And then in celebration of their, this is their 10th studio album. They have these pop-up shops that are opening up in New York and Los Angeles for an immersive fan-first experience. So that's happening. And then this weekend, Jurassic World Dominion is in theaters, starts tomorrow. The reviews came out last night, and they're not pretty. Entertainment Weekly says... Let's get Jurassic World Dominion to the nearest tar pit. Oh. Other headlines say that not even the hilarious Jeff Goldblum can save Jurassic World Dominion. They're saying it's not as magical as the first couple of ones, but that was the same with the first Jurassic Park came out on this day back in 1993. Oh and then the gosh. ones that followed it, I mean, they were they were good, but they didn't live up to the hype of the first one. Yeah, that I mean, that was just huge. It was so groundbreaking. So I guess I could see that, but that's a bummer. I was kind of looking forward to it. I guess not. <laughs> I know. I was looking at last night online, these reviews, everyone was panning it, but the reviews are subjective. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1641. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock. It is Thursday, June 9th. Thank you for joining us this morning. I was just watching a video this morning and it, like, freaked me out. I... I'm not a fan of zoos, really. Um, there used to be a zoo in, here in town. I believe it's closed down since. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I never went to that zoo, but Didn't, I heard stories. Yeah, was that really a zoo yeah. where they threw a zoo logo on it and said, hey, guys, come check out the three-legged mule uh, zoo? I, I, I don't know really much about the Las Vegas <laughs> Zoo, but I went to this Denver Zoo quite a bit growing up. Uh, we often had field trips there, and I never enjoyed it. I always felt really sorry for the animals. I just, I don't know what, I just seeing them, they just did not look happy and it made me sad. So I don't like zoos, but I was watching this video uh, this morning about this guy at a zoo in Indonesia. Did you see this video where he, he climbed over the fence to like taunt this orangutan and the orangutan was not in the mood and he grabbed his shirt. He pulled him so hard up against the cage and locked on his leg and and wouldn't let go it even tried to bite him have you seen the video no what is it what, what am I oh out? my gosh it 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 I actually felt like finally the animals are getting some sort of redemption. I I felt bad for the guy, but you shouldn't have been there taunting the orangutan. Well, let's see here. What is this guy doing? Oh where my is he? gosh. This is in Indonesia. And oh, I'm just looking at the stills. He's like a ragdoll getting he picked up here. He has no chance. Apparently, he wasn't injured, but he definitely was kicked out of the zoo. Uh, someone struggled and pulled the guy away. Um, he's lucky to be alive. I guess orangutans are seven times stronger than humans, and they can lift 500 pounds. Oh, yeah. They're savages. They are really strong. And here's the thing. They're not even working out. Imagine if an orangutan worked out, was doing squats and everything, how strong they would be. That's just their natural strength. Oh my gosh. It is crazy. You have to watch the video. I'm getting stills. I'm trying to find the video here. The, um, I can I can send it to you guys. It is just seeing him just get pulled up and like he has no chance. And I was thinking like, what would I do in this situation? I, w I would try to, I think he made it worse because he was like screaming for help. Um, but I think if you would have been like, Hey, hi, and just like kind of 
I don't know, was nice to him. Maybe he would have like calmed down a little, but you could tell he knew the guy was nervous. So he started getting nervous and freaking out. You play, play it cool. Like sometimes your grandmother would give you an aggressive hug or an older relative would give you a hug when you're a little kid. They're happy to see you. Just kind of go along with it. Maybe do something like that. Just, just go along with it, knowing this attacks will hopefully only last a couple of seconds. Oh, it's, um, I'm, ads are loading, and here we go. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Whoa! That Okay. Thing. He has a moment there. Take your shirt off, dude. He's got the shirt. Yeah, that's what yeah, I, th- I was thinking, too. Why didn't he take the shirt off? Like, uh, yeah. Oh, now he's got his leg. Now you're in trouble. He's got the leg. At first, he just gets the, the arm, and then, yeah. then he's <laughs> funny. Uh, trying to help him. Oh, my gosh. T- let him rip your shirt off. You don't have to worry about the shirt. He's got a grip on those on his leg. He's got a pair of skinny jeans on, and that leg is not moving. Oh, he's my He's got the guy locked in. Oh, my gosh. Mercedes, you're not kidding. This poor guy is up against the cage. I, uh, But he shouldn't have been there in no. the first place. Not, uh, you know, oh, I'm no, okay. His, he was trying to find his foot at the end. Oh, he was mad. He oh. was mad. It just made me think of yeah, going to the zoo as a kid and those poor animals. And this this guy, he was just like, get out of here. Like, I, they, they locked me up in this cage and you want to come and taunt to me? I'll show you what what that's going to get you. He was acting all innocent. Like, yeah, come closer. Mm. Come closer. Yeah, gotcha. Have you ever been attacked by an animal? Well, I remember going to petting zoos as a kid a couple times. And I was at one somewhere. I was just standing there. And it was like a cow or a llama or something. Started chewing on my hair. Like I'm just standing like a dope, and the things like chewing. Like, ah. I could have just easily walked away, but instead I'm standing there crying. My parents had to come get me. They're like, just walk away. The cow will stop chewing. But that's what that's it's the worst. Scary. Thing. You freeze up. You, you don't know what to do. Yeah, that happened to me with a goat at a petting zoo. A goat just started eating my shirt, and I was just like, what the? And then a duck started chasing me all over the place, or a goose, or something. I don't know what it was. I was so scared. I was like, why? Why did you? Why did you bring me here? This is terrible. <laughs> It's terrible. That's the must-watch video of the morning. Watch that guy and oh. put yourself in his shoes. What would you do? I'm thinking take the shirt off. But it's <laughs> easier to sit here and play sideline quarterback and call the shots. But if you're in that moment, whoo. Yeah, put yourself in his shoes and, and uh, take off your shoes and take <laughs> off your shirt and just try to get away. It was scary. Let's talk about today's show. Panic at the Disco. The tickets went on sale yesterday. They're going to be here at T-Mobile Arena in October. We've got your tickets at the 9 o'clock hour, 940 on those. And then in about 15 minutes with the early edition of Heads Up, tickets to Panic Escape Room over at the Venetian. Uh, that happens in about 15 minutes. And we also have What's Trending. What do you have for us? We have a tribute to Taylor. Today's the big day for Halsey and We've tried some crazy ice cream flavors on the show, but this new one sounds like the worst one ever. And no, we're not doing it for Try It Tuesday. <laughs> we're going to talk about it coming up next and What's Trending. Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending <laughs> on Mix 94.1. Taylor Hawkins is trending this morning. The Foo Fighters are paying tribute to their late drummer with a pair of tribute concerts. They announced the shows yesterday. The first one's going to take place at Wembley Stadium in London on September 3rd. And then the second one will be on September 27th at the Forum in Los Angeles. Tickets are going to go on sale on June 17th on the Foo Fighters website. The lineup has not yet been announced, but uh, Taylor's widow, Allison, she released a statement saying, quote, my deepest thanks and admiration go out to the global Foo Fighters community and Taylor's fans far and wide for the outpouring of love. Each and every one of you have shown our beloved Taylor. Your kindness has been an invaluable comfort for my family and me during this time of unimaginable grief. Is someone getting the best? You know, it's going to be a special concert because so many musicians loved him and loved the Foo Fighters. 
I'm assuming the Foo Fighters will perform, and if they do perform at the, at the tribute concert to Taylor, who will step in and be drummer during that session? Yeah, they did. They did make that announcement, and so I'm uh, yeah assuming that they're definitely going to be a part of it. But it's just uh, it's it's still so hard to believe. It's just such a tragic story, you know. And that was just back in right before the Grammys here in Las Vegas, but a week before the Grammys, and he, he, same thing. You hear that news? You see someone trending? You look you're like what? No, I know. There's a uh, there's some uh, details on on the shows if you want to check it out on our website. Uh, maybe make a trip to L. A. or hey, maybe even London for one of those shows. You know, it's going to be uh, just completely amazing. So that is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Halsey. So we can finally decide if so good is. So good. Remember the whole TikTok drama with Halsey and her record label? She wanted them to release her newest single, but she alleges that they wouldn't do it until she had a viral moment. So she turned that into a TikTok and then that went viral. And then she said, okay, where's my single? Well, the single's going to be dropped today, 3 p.m. So you can check it out. The song So Good is inspired by her love story with Aliv Aiden, their partner and father of their child. The music video for the single will be released on Friday. You heard it, correct? I did hear it. Yeah, we had a record uh, call with the label and, and we got to listen to it and I liked it. I really liked it. And I, I think I mentioned this earlier. I felt it was more on the East Side vibe. Then, you know, like it, w- it was there's more tempo to it. It was more upbeat than um, like the, the without you vibe and the darker kind of sad vibe. It was more fun and um, happy than we've heard from Halsey in a while. Summery type song for the summer or just just a good <gasps> feel, it's feel good song. I'm excited because this whole thing, all the drama has been panning out. I'm super excited about hearing this song normally. Hey, Halsey's got a new song coming out this afternoon. Cool. I'll check it out tomorrow morning here at the show, whatever. But now I'm, I'm counting down the minutes to hear this thing. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought it was really good, but I was kind of like, oh, man, th- she's really sold this. Mm-hmm. This is better be the next you know, big Grammy award winning song. And I heard it and I, I said exactly to the label, I said, I really like that song. That was a, a lot of fun. Um, I don't know why the whole drama about it. And they're like. Halsey has a mind of her own, and when she gets her mind set on something, she just kind of does something. And I was like, so you guys were not in on this? And they're like, absolutely not. We were all thrown for a loop because we had a whole promotion schedule planned for her. But she jumped in, and we had to really quickly pivot and figure out what we were going to do. So Fingers crossed under yeah. the table. You can't see them. Mm, brilliant. Everyone's buzzing about the song. But, it, no, it was good. And 3 o'clock, I believe Heather will be playing it on her show. So oh, cool. you have to check that out. And then, finally, this morning, Lan- Van Leuven is trending. If that name sounds familiar... You might have remembered it in What's Trending and on Try It Tuesday on this show before. It, it's an ice cream brand, and they just released five new flavors for the summer. Remember, we had like seven flavors, and it was like one was macaroni and cheese, and then there was a bunch of other ones, and we I think we all got like sick because we ate so much ice cream that morning. It was it was great ice cream, very rich and thick, but yeah, that was the issue. Flavors were unique, but I think it was just the fact that it was, it was delicious ice cream, but we had way too much of it. So much Ooh. in the morning. Well, they have five new flavors, and one of them... Tastes just like Grey Poupon. It has crushed up pretzels in it along with a Grey Poupon Honey Dijon Mustard Swirl. Ugh. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to figure out how that's... Because some of the ones that were supposed to be nasty tasting, I enjoyed. So I'm thinking that crushed up pretzels, I do like a harder substance in my ice cream. So I like that, the Grey Poupon. 
I'm just mm. not a fan of savory flavored ice cream. Mm-hmm. I just need it to be sweet and mustard, macaroni and cheese. It's like, oh, uh, huh, huh. I know they they need a gimmick and they got us talking about you them, did, which yeah. is the absolute goal. So but I just I, I'm like, no, thank you. You can actually buy pints of it at Walmart stores nationwide for a limited time. The other four flavors are a little less risky. I would try these ones. They include espresso, peach, honey, cornbread with strawberry jam and campfire s'mores, all of which I would totally try. Just keep me away from the great Poupon one. Thank you. Well, even so, it's a good point. Like the macaroni and cheese one sounds unique. To me, it was, it was a great taste. It was very rich, but that was a spoonful. Imagine doing a big bowl or oh. two or three big scoops of it after dinner or something for a weekend treat. It would just, it would sit in your stomach like a log. I can feel my throat closing up <laughs> as you say that. So no thank you. That's what's trending. Listen to this right now. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. That's you. You're going to play heads up and we have a fun prize for you. We have have a pair of tickets for you to go to Panic Escape Room along with two free drink tickets. Call in to win these right now with Heads Up. Just be caller 20. You get to pick your category. You get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, Morris. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Uh, really good. I love that name. You don't hear the name Morris every day. I love that name. So yay for that. Okay. <laughs> we love it, Morris. <laughs> Morris, you're Caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. You ready to do this? Yes, let's oh, go. Okay, pick a category. Do you want to go with Cheddar or Go Team Go? Um, let's go Cheddar. Cheddar it is. National Cheese Day was last Saturday. So these are all foods that have cheese in them, okay? Got it. Okay, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, you. Let's do Mercedes. Okay, perfect. All right, Morris, you got 60 seconds on the clock, my friend. You get six correct, and you're the big winner, and you start now. Domino's makes this kind of food. Pizza. Yes. This is, a, if you go to a Mexican restaurant, they take two tortillas, they put cheese in the middle. Quesadilla. Yes. Um, you might order a steak and one of these on the side with sour cream, cheese, butter. Uh, baked potato. Yes. Um, if you get uh, you get uh, tortilla chips and you put cheese on top of it, you have? Um, nachos. Yes. Um, you might make a grilled cheese, one of these. Go to sandwich. Yes. Uh, this is um, sometimes oh, there's like chicken noodle. There's a broccoli cheddar. Um, uh, soup. Yes. Yeah. Soup. Soup it is. Nice. You got yes. it. Nice job. Congratulations, Ooh. Morris. My favorite name of the morning. You win. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Job well done, Morris. You got a pair of tickets to Panic Escape Room located at the Grand Canal Shops at the Venetian. Plus, you get two free drink tickets as well. And they have some really cool escape rooms. There's a zombie room, a haunted manor. There's a casino heist, so enjoy the Panic Escape Room. If you want to check it out, we'll get your tickets tomorrow morning again at 625. And then next hour, 720, we have your tickets to go see Melissa Etheridge. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Just looking ahead at uh, what our next song is going to be that we play here on the stage. And I'm like, woo I would keep it on. I love the next song that's coming up. A little throwback song for you on the way. It is 636. And I, uh, I, I don't do this. JC just asked me if I have like any crazy uh, kind of nicknames. 
for 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 Matt. I don't. What what did you hear? It's I was that crazy though. It's just kind of funny. Yeah, it's, it has, it is it is funny. This was in a conversation I was having with a group of ladies yesterday, and we we're talking about Boulder City and restaurants in Boulder City. And people are naming a couple of restaurants. I mentioned my favorite restaurant, and one of the ladies in the group chimes in. She goes, "My old man's the manager of that restaurant." My old man. Like your, your old man? She goes, yeah, my old man. He's been running the place for a couple of months now. I'm like, oh, cool. She, and then she goes, yeah, my boyfriend's in the restaurant business. So she, that's her boyfriend. But she refers to her boyfriend as her old man. I wish I had like a funny or cute nickname for for my husband. I, I got to come up with one because I don't. Even old man, even though it's not necessarily original, it sounds from the 1950s. It's kind of funny. My old man. It's kind of endearing. There's something about it that's like, he, he, is this is this uh, a mature woman? Or, no, no. no I that, say- that makes it even funnier. <laughs> that makes it even funnier that she's younger and, and is is using that phrase. I would peg her late twenties. I would peg oh, her late twenties. Now yes. it's absolutely knee slapping hilarious. Like that's funny. And I wonder if he refers to her as, oh yeah, my old lady works you know downtown in Las Vegas. I wonder if he calls her his old lady. I mean, it's so insulting, but also hilarious. <laughs> Me and the old lady are going to get on the back of the bike and we're going to head up to, uh, you know, Mount Charleston this weekend. What are what are your funny spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend nicknames? Do you do you have one? Um, let us know. Call or text us. That's the, I mean, I I am so boring. It's just like, babe, hun. No, I don't even say hun. But one thing he calls me and it, I can always tell like there's. There's a method to his madness when he uses this. He's either trying to sweet talk me or he's being sarcastic with me. And it's darling when he goes, yes, darling. I'm like, uh, what do you want? Or what? Or, 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 oh, whatever I just said is not funny. I'll say something. He was like, that's funny, darling. And I'm like, okay, that was not funny. (laughs) (laughs) So whenever he says it calls me darling, I know something's up. But otherwise, we're just so boring. It's like, hon, babe. uh, Okay, yeah, nothing nothing funny like old man. If you're at a party and Matt's kind of having a good time and doesn't want to head out and and you say, hey, Matt, we should get going. You know, we got to do this, whatever. Is that when you get the okay, darling? Like, okay, darling, I'll get ready. No, and it's not darling. It's darling. Darling. Yes, it's darling. Um, no, he, he's always ready to go. So I never have to deal with that. It's, it's more him wanting to go and I don't want to go. And I'll be like, just a minute, just a minute. I, but I know no nicknames there. What about you guys? We have a nickname that it's a word that I made up when I first started dating my wife in 2003. And it's, that's all we call each other. But, but I've never revealed a nickname to anyone. No one knows it. It's a nickname that her and I share. That's all I call her. That's how she refers to me. We say it in public, but we're around people. Obviously, we don't say it, and I write it on all the cards I write down to her. She does the same. In my phone, though, she's saved as wife. Laura is saved as wife in my phone, but as far as nicknames, I have one. I'm not going to say it now, but it's just that we use it. That's all we use back and forth is the nickname that I created back in 2003. What about you, Steph? Do you and James have a funny nickname for each other? Um... We call each other best friend. We're like, hi, best friend. Or like when we're really silly, we're like, hi, bestest friend. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. When, when the song, she my best friend, was, and that comes on, do you guys point it at each other? Because me and Matt do that. Yes. You know, <laughs> we're we like, d- he my best friend. We don't, but now that the song, when it comes on, and now I'm going to start doing it, and then we can take turns, and maybe we could do a little freestyle battle and uh, see how I, it goes. I like that. I like that. That's so cute. I Old man, old lady. That's that. That really is the best. It was endearing the way she said it, but as she said it, 
My old man runs that restaurant. I'm like, oh. He's 32. <laughs> but okay. He's younger than her. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said your boyfriend's younger than you. Your old man. It is sweet the way she said it. We have the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? All right. Want to add years to your life? Then do this easy little thing. It's super easy and uh, it'll make you happy. We'll tell you about that. Also, what are the top awkward tasks that we would pay someone to do for us? And a new trend is out and it's sweeping social media and i have a feeling we're gonna be doing this on our show very soon we'll tell you what it is coming up next in the hot three it's gonna be me it's time for the mercedes hot three on mitch 94.1 the hot three is brought to you by attorney paul pal more lawyer less fee staying positive is not always easy especially in tough times but if you give it your best shot your chances of living to see better days goes up a new study has found being optimistic can add years to your life researchers tracked over 160,000 american women for more than two decades and they used a questionnaire to rank how optimistic they were and the ones who managed to look on the bright side of life were more likely to make it to 90 or even older by the end the ones who were the most optimistic lived 5.4 percent longer than the ones who were the most pessimistic so if you make it to 90 that's close to five extra years and it held true across all races all ethnicities so change your mindset. Try to have the positive attitude. We all have those days and those moments, but you know you'll get through it. There's always going to be, you know, hopefully happiness on the other side of that. And yeah, I like this. I, this is encouraging study. And sometimes I have those days where it's just like, Ugh, you want to throw in the towel. But, you know, you persevere, you get through it, and then tomorrow's a new day. <laughs> <laughs> you can add motivational music to that later on for the line of the day. <laughs> you sound like a self-help book. That was I do. Awesome. I, I read all that stuff. I read every single night. and I Just like, persevere, <laughs> and you can make it. <laughs> I follow, I've got a life coach that's dropping all these little nuggets once a week. And uh, yeah, eat this stuff up. I, I heard something, I read something last night. Um, a friend on social media was just having a rough, like he, he got sick and he has a huge event happening this weekend. And so he can't partake and he's really bombed and, and talked about, you know, tomorrow is a new day. And someone jumped in there and dropped the nugget. I'm like, whoever said you have to wait until tomorrow, till, until tomorrow to have it be a new day? Why can't it, if you're having a rough morning, why can't it be a new day starting at 7 a.m. this morning? You don't have to wait till tomorrow. You can flip that switch at any point. I like that. I do like that. Yeah. You, th- there's nothing that says, okay, as of midnight, you start fresh. Start fresh now. Start yeah. fresh at next minute. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to wait for a certain time to do it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put motivational music to that. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> no, that was great. Um, also, <laughs> I do. I still get stuff up. I am a, I am a self-help guru. I love all that stuff. When was the last time you embarrassed yourself? 30 seconds ago. <laughs> a new poll has found we lie awake thinking about those moments two to three times a month. People were asked to think of the most awkward situation that they had been in and how much they would have paid to avoid it. And the average answer was $6,200. Okay, Sorry, but if you have that kind of money to make your problems go away, good for you. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I thought this was interesting. Here are the top 10 awkward situations we would pay someone else to take care of. So it's like, oh, I don't want to have to deal with this here. You do it. Um, 31% of us would pay for a, to, to call a locksmith when you lock yourself out. We'd pay for it instead of breaking in or staying with someone for the night. So, yeah, I'd pay that. I wouldn't pay $6,200 for that. But yeah, 
it's not that I'm embarrassed. It's just it's going to save me time and money in the end. You know, I don't want to break a it's break a window or call a locksmith. What do I do? Yeah, and I, yeah, my thought process didn't even think of calling a friend until the morning. I would yeah, locksmith find a way to get in the house before calling. Hey, can I crash at your place? I'm locked out. I would do locksmith as well. And and that doesn't really embarrass me. I mean. It, it it happens to people, you know, and the locksmiths probably see that all the time. Uh-huh. So um, 27 percent of people say they would repair someone's fence after backing your car into it. OK, that's awkward. But I would I, I would pay to repair someone's fence. It's the right thing to do. Right. Yeah. To me, these are not the big of an awkward situations. I know. These things happen every day. Maybe we're just so used to embarrassing ourselves <laughs> that these, these seem normal to us. Um Assemble IKEA furniture for you after struggling to do it yourself. Twenty five percent of people would pay someone. That would be my first thing I do. I wouldn't even try to put it together myself. I'd already say, "Hey, can someone put this together?" Because I know I won't be able to do it. I don't know why it's so hard in DC. All my furniture was IKEA, and I, we Laura and I bought some kind of shelf deal, and I was assembling it. We had hardwood floors. And I, I thought I had it down. I'm putting the screws in. I'm like, why are these screws so hard to get in? Screw, screw. I got them in. And they go to pick up the board, the shelf. I had screwed it into the hardwood floor. The screw was too long. Like, ah, Ikea, you got me again. Yeah. I mean, the directions always help, but too bad they're different language. Yeah, and they're very incomplete, too. <laughs> um, This one is just mortifying. This has actually happened to me somewhat. Uh, it's 18% of us would steam clean a friend's carpet after you spilled wine on it. I would absolutely do that. Only 18% of people would do that. That's that's pretty sad. I had a friend of mine, um, their daughter threw up on my carpet once. Like, not just a little spit up. It was like a full-blown teenage, like, hurl everything. And it was... They were watching a movie in my in our bedroom, and it was on my side of the bed she was laying on. And then she's just like, I don't feel good. And then she just puked down right next to where I get up every morning. Wait, you said it was a teenager? Teenage? Well, it's, okay. The, like, they were like nine or ten. They were, she okay. wasn't a teenager, but she, they, they were like nine or ten. And she just threw up all over. And oh. her parents were mortified. They actually offered to send Zero Res to come out. I'm like, you know what? They're going to be here in the next couple months. The thing that was the bad thing is... I had to clean it up like I, I mm, I'm not going to say what we had for dinner, but I just I had to clean it up. It was oh, just awful. Whole, I have many things right here. OK, first off, it is funny. There's that age where when you're I think maybe it's under 10 where you feel yourself getting sick and you can't get to the bathroom in time. So right. I remember being a little kid just vomiting in my bed. Then as a teenager, something changes and you, you feel it coming on. At least you can make a move and attempt to get to the bathroom. So that explains why nine year old vomits right there. Cleaning up. Oh, we, um, I we have a handheld steam cleaner, so if the dogs have an accident, just suck it right up. What do you? What did you clean it up with? How do you approach that? Towels. Um, I had to pick. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I had to do stuff. Just make the kid do it. No, she was sick, and she felt <laughs> she was so embarrassed. And then her mom was tending to her. Her mom was there when it happened. Like you guys yeah, were downstairs, yeah, kids they, were upstairs. Yeah, and they, I just, I felt bad for them because they were mortified. And I was like, I got it. It's fine. I got it. And the whole time I'm cleaning it up, I'm like, oh, oh, trying to breathe. There's just something about cleaning up someone else's vomit, especially if they're not your kid. It's just, yeah. it was like, oh, this is not fun. Uh, <laughs> finally, this morning, speaking of vomiting, uh, if you are struggling to cut back on Coca-Cola, the geniuses on TikTok have a brilliant idea for you. It's going crazy viral right now. I think I was tagged in this video about six or seven times yesterday. It's called Healthy Coke. 
And it has gone viral thanks to a woman, a woman who claimed that her Pilates instructor drinks it almost every day. And you can whip some up at home, too. Here's the recipe. You get a glass. You add some ice. You pour a splash of balsamic vinegar in. And then you top it off with sparkling water. Apparently, any flavor works. And boom, it tastes just like Coke. Or not. The reviews are very mixed. Some people are loving it. Others say it is the most disgusting thing on the face of the earth. And one lady uh, said it didn't taste like Coke. It was more like carbonated balsamic vinegar. Well, duh. I mean, that's what it is, essentially. So great description, lady. Uh, I saw that Hoda and Jenna tried it on the Today Show yesterday. And they did not like it. But, I mean... This has got to be our Try It Tuesday this next week, don't you think? I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. Do we do, we do it sooner? We can't do it right now, can we? No. Please no, please I, no. Please I no. don't want to do it right okay, now. Let's just, it. Give me till Tuesday to mentally prepare myself. <laughs> We're for just this talking way. about that kid in your, in your bedroom. Yeah. yeah. We don't need any of that. I, I, I'm, I'm good with that. But that is the drink. So if you want to try it and let us, let us know how it is uh, before Tuesday, please, uh, all... All advice and suggestions are are definitely appreciated. On Who that. comes up with this? Who's sitting at their house saying, "Hey, let me put this on TikTok and see what happens"? Some yoga instructor swears by it, so now everyone's thing. trying it. All right, seven o'clock hour. Those tickets for you to go see Melissa Etheridge. We have them at seven twenty. Mix ninety four point one. It is seven o'clock Thursday morning. Last night I was uh I was doing my work and uh I was sitting at the kitchen table just getting my stuff done and my daughter Brooklyn comes down and she's like, What are you doing? And I was like, Oh, just doing some work. I was by myself, everyone was already gone upstairs and she's like, I'm bored. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, sorry. What, what what do you want me to do? She goes, Can I see your phone? And I said, Uh, sure, why? She's like I just want to look at what pictures you have on your phone. She likes to go through. Do you use Time Hop? Do you know what Time Hop? I know is? what it is. I don't use it, but I'm always scrolling through old yeah, photos. Yeah, she, she. There's the Time Hop uh, app where it can show you on this date you posted this and blah blah blah. And so she uh, she decided to start going through my pictures, and I'm like, "What are you looking for?" And she's like, "Remember when I used to make memes?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." Uh, why do you want to make some more memes? And she's like, no, I just want to look at the memes I used to make. And so she starts looking at them and she's laughing. And I'm like, what's so funny? She goes, oh my gosh, I was savage. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, my memes were so good. And I'm like, let me see. And I start looking at this kid's memes that she made from four years ago, four years ago. And I am, I start laughing so hard. We are both at the kitchen table crying because they are so funny. I mean, she, um, here, like, I'll just send you a couple. So there's a, a website called Mematic that we used to, she used to play on on my phone all the time. And she'd take pictures of herself and she just turned them into memes. Are you, what are you laughing Because at? I remember you, it was, so it was the summer of 2018. I remember Brooklyn going through this phase because I, it was an honor to get, to get memed by her. Yeah, yeah it so, was an honor. And so she, I, I went back to August of August 9th of 2018. I'm going to send it to you. This is the meme she made of me. This is where we're at a morning show radio convention. Uh, I'm going to send it to you right now. Okay. And this was uh, the meme she made of me. And I'm dying at it. Oh, my gosh. There, it was, I remember afterwards, the first time she meme me, sending more photos to get memed. Like, oh my. <laughs> it's a picture of JC and he looks angry and it says when someone takes 
the last cookie. <laughs> and he has this angry look on his face. Yeah, she was going through all of them last night. And have you ever laughed so hard you cried? I mean, we were in tears because they were so funny. I'll have to post some of these later today. Um, when's the last time you actually laughed so hard you cried? What was it that got you to that point? Uh, I, I was... I was having a hard time breathing because it was so funny. I don't know. I, I, I haven't checked the ones you sent me, but I'm going through that one that Brooklyn made of herself. And then she sent me, I'll send it to you. She looks like it's a surprised face. And it reads when you're on the toilet and there's a fire drill. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me start laughing. Oh again. my God. But seriously, this was four years ago. She's dropping these, these, these nuggets, these gold mines of comedy. Oh my God. I remember I, said, I gotta find, I'm so sorry. I gotta find another one that she did of me. I remember sitting at the kitchen table and I, I was going to take a selfie for some reason. I'm like, oh, this needs to be memed. Oh, where is it? I got to find it. I told her, i like, you got to sta- start oh, your meme game so again. Uh, see, the, and this is what happened to me last night. I, tears were coming down my face. Steph, I sent them to you, too. I, you've never seen Brooklyn's memes before. What do you think of the ones I just sent you? She is hilarious. <laughs> my favorite one is when she has, like, this serious face and she's just, like, unbothered. And the meme is, my face when they don't see that I put money in their tip jar. <laughs> <laughs> she's so angry. Okay. But she's the the comedy of it's brilliant is so true. It happens. You're like, ah, oh, you didn't see my tip. And you feel like pulling it out and putting it back in again. Uh, uh, I'm going to send you one that she oh. took a picture of strangers. Okay. It's a man and his girlfriend. And I don't think I can post this. Um, I don't know. Well, maybe if we blur out their faces. <sighs> and this is the one that sent me over the edge. I was like, you're mean. This is from back in the day? Yeah, this is from 2018. It's a man and his girlfriend. We were at some restaurant. She took a picture of them and she memed them. And I was like, <laughs> read it out loud what it says. When you're talking to your girlfriend, but you're eh, because her vest is flat out ugly. <laughs> This woman is wearing a vest that's not, I mean, it's like, whatever. And she totally beamed it up. Like, what? Why did you do that? Where was this taken? I have I'm trying no to figure this idea. Out. The guy looks, not... it was here in town. The guy looks familiar to me, to be honest. Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm not going to post it. I laughed so hard that I cried. It was so Oh, that's funny. awesome. Is this app still around? Meme Addict? Meme Addict. I think it is. It's, I, I mean, we can make our own memes. It's just so some of them are so Oh my so gosh, funny. this last one you sent. I'm dying. It's her making a face like, eh? And it says, when an old lady behind you keeps trash talking. <laughs> we were at some game. We were at a Dodger game and she was over it. It was so Let's all three of us take selfies at some point today and send it to Brooklyn and she can meme us. And we'll reveal them tomorrow. <laughs> I was dying. It's so oh. funny. Uh, I have like hundreds of them. It's just like, I could just look at these all day long. I totally remember that face because I remember it was such an honor when I got my first one. <laughs> yeah, I've been memed. <laughs> it's an honor to get memed by my kid. It is. If you, if you tag us in a picture, I'll ask her to meme it for you. If you look at a comedy show and the comedian starts roasting you, what an honor. He picked you out of everyone else to be the focal point of his attention. I Just really quick, I, the last one I said, you look oh. at it. We were on the, si- uh, on the set of Las Vegas Now. She came to visit me and she made a meme of herself. <laughs> breaking news. A nine-year-old is hosting a TV show and she looks all serious like welcome to the news we have breaking news she is so funny I don't understand that where she gets this from by the way that, that's not the kid that was at your graduation party I know for Sophie I told you that she was nine at this time yeah, she's, she's not nine now. anymore man oh man all right coming up here in the dirt
Where am I going? Oh, the music stopped. Hit it again. Oh, the feature doesn't work. So coming up here in the dirt, uh, when it comes to television, never say never. I'll explain why here in about 10 minutes. Harry Styles, as it was, the number one song in the country. Now, coming up at the end of the dirt, we have your tickets to go see Melissa Etheridge. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, Britney Spears is all set to walk down the aisle and marry her fiancé, Sam Ascari, in an intimate ceremony today. TMZ says it'll be in front of a very exclusive list of about 100 people. They were posting photos of the preparations of this huge white tent they have set up. They say Britney's brother Brian is expected to be in attendance, but her mom, dad, and sister, Jamie Lynn, will not be there. And it has not yet been decided who will get Britney away at the altar. This final details. It sounds like things are still being worked out morning of, but preparations are underway for this big wedding today. Yeah, I was going to say before you said it, I, I'm guessing her dad's not going to be there. <laughs> so, yeah, no surprise. Yeah, that would be a shocker if he was there. Things yeah. are not good with him right now. <laughs> Kim Cattrall said that she would never return to the Sex and the City franchise. We heard about her issues with Sarah Jessica Parker. We'll never say never. Looks like Samantha Jones will return for season two of And Just Like That. So how? Michael Patrick King, he's the writer and director of the original shows and movies and showrunner of The Revival, claimed that Samantha was back. In what capacity? That's not clear. He did not elaborate, but he did say she'll be back for season two. So what does this mean? A cameo? Ghost texting? Maybe there'll be a flashback to a younger Samantha played by someone else? Or is she going to do a complete 180 and return to the show? We'll find out. I don't think she's going to return. I really think she has some bad blood there. I I think she's uninterested in that. So maybe, yeah, the the ghost texting or the flashback or something. But he says, no, she's back. So we'll see what happens with that. So today's Johnny Depp's birthday. He turns 59 today. And then regarding the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial and verdict and everything, Amber Heard was ordered to pay Johnny Depp about $10 million. Well, Depp's attorney, Benjamin Chu, said that since it wasn't about the money for him, Depp might be willing to waive the monetary damages. I it, That's what I was going to say. First of all, she doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. And second of all... I think he just wanted to clear his name in the end. So, yeah, maybe he's going to be willing to overlook that one. Yeah, the t- yeah, because how's he going to pay that? Just, yeah, he, he kind of got what he wanted to show the look. Everything was just it was rumors. It was false and cleared his name. And it seems like he's back now and everyone's behind Johnny Depp. So the L.A. Angels run a 13-game losing streak. And they try to change things yesterday at their game. Every time a batter walked up, they walked up to a Nickelback song. Next batter comes up. Maybe they had a thought process that Nickelback would break the streak. Well, it did not work. They lost again. 14 games. I mean, not sad, but not sad. <laughs> what are the uh, Yankees? They're, they're hot this season? Yeah, they're doing very well this season. Except uh, last night, I, I think they got, I think they lost last night. But um, for the most part, they're doing well. The longest losing streak, by the way, in Major League Baseball history is 26 games in a row. Mm. So the Angels are in a bad spot, but they do have a, a couple more games to go until they, to, until they break that record. Yeah. Let's do this right now. We're looking for caller 20 at 702-364-9400 because if you're a caller 20, we have a great prize for you. We have your tickets to go see Melissa Etheridge's The One Way Out Tour at the House of Blues on August 20th. You want to be there and we've got your tickets. So call right now. 
Caller 20, you're going to get them. Uh, all you got to do is call. You, that's it. Just Caller 20 gets them. 702-364-9400. Mix 94.1. This is Mercedes in the morning. And Stephanie, you're Caller 20. Exciting. Nice job. She, she puts on an amazing show. You're in for free. It's the one way out tour stopping at the House of Blues in August. And you get to see her. Thank you so much for listening. That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Stephanie. And if you want to see Melissa Etheridge, she does, like Mercedes said, amazing concert, awesome woman. Heather will have another pair of tickets coming up in the 3 o'clock hour. Mix 94.1. It is 7.32. Have you ever blocked a family member on social media? A new survey says that 54% of us have blocked a family member on Facebook. Now, I'm not sure for the other social media apps, but on Facebook alone, 54% of people have blocked a family member. Have you done that? Before Jennifer, good morning. Good morning. Who did you yes, block? I have. I blocked my sister. Why did you block your sister? Oh, she spent some time in a, uh, I'd say, a state facility for uh, convicts. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she, uh, when she got out, she posted a lot of information about that. So it was just drama. We took care of it. I took care of it. Now, do you do you see her ever? Outs- no. No. Okay. So it's not like you have to see her after the fact. Like, oh, sorry, I blocked you. But um, here's here, here, have some pie. <laughs> you know, we were Good at a family you. function. Yes. Yeah. Just completely blocked from your from your life. Who else has blocked a family member? And thank you for calling, Jennifer. And and why did you block them? What was the reason behind it? Have you ever blocked a, a family member? I have not. My Facebook activities. I'm not too active on Facebook. I mean, I, I go in there to wish people happy birthday, and I, I do post on Facebook. But as far as interact with family i could even tell you who i'm friends with as far as family on facebook i'm more of an instagram twitter person now on instagram i've never had an issue with family my family is actually kind of scaled back on posting so there's not no issues with immediate family i'm trying to be the last person i did and i have have blocked people and the last person i blocked was someone that i'm assuming they still listen to this radio show and they live out of state on the east coast and they said some they came at me hard one time really really hard and I'm like, you know what? Enough. I don't need this. Block out of my life. I don't I don't need that kind of hate coming my way. Well, so was it someone you knew? Yes. Yes. Someone you knew came at you? Yeah, oh yeah, I'll put the I'll Oh, you, you don't have to. No, it's okay. No, no, no. Uh, uh, put... I'm glad you blocked them first of all, but like seriously? Yep, yeah, this person lives on the East Coast and they were visiting and talked about trying to connect and I'm like, yeah, I would love to meet you, try to connect and I legitimately had a non-stop day. Just my day was completely full. We couldn't make it happen. Next day, the hate that came from this person? No way. Oh, yes. Yes. And I just wrote back and I'm like, "Dude, sorry. I had a full day. There's nothing I could do." Yeah. And then blocked and then have not heard from that person cuz I guess cuz they're blocked. Cuz you blocked them. It's been probably about a year, I would say. Oh, you never told me this. Yeah, that is crazy. They came in hot. Oh my gosh, I'm curious what they said, but that's really rude. Like, oh my gosh, now I I feel like as to stand in solidarity, I should block also, <laughs> but I have not. I, I have not. Um, who else has blocked a family member? Uh, let's talk to 
Marianne. Marianne, why did you block a family member? And who was it? I blocked my stepson that has been in my life since he was six and he's now 30. Um, because he was toxic and he was posting horrible things about my wife. He also abandoned his three kids. And in order for me to have a relationship with my grandchildren, I had to cut off relationships with him. Oh, man. Yeah. And that just it hurts. But at the same time, I get it. Like, I you you don't need that in your life. And if you like you said, you, you want to establish a relationship with your grandkids, you got to make sure you do what you have to do. And that just that's too bad. Have you ever blocked someone, a family member? On Not Facebook a family or? member. I have unfriended a family member, but I did not block them. I just was like, enough. And it's all, you know, I I respect people that are into politics, and I, I I agree to disagree. But the stuff that was being posted by this family member was just straight, flat out hateful. And I was like, done, done. And I just unfriended. Um, and it's it's not on my side of the family. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it's on the other side. It was one of my husband's relatives, and he he did the same thing. He did the same thing. He unfriended him, and uh, we have had to see him, and and he knows that we unfriended him, and it's very awkward. It's like, hello, how are you? Okay. It was just, it was hateful stuff. Still posting so, hate, are you? I, I just, I don't Good even for care. you. Yeah, you yeah. don't need that. I mean, but have your views, but you start spewing hate at people. Out of here. It's just so funny because within the last year, we, we saw the person and I was just like, oh gosh, here <laughs> we go. It's so awkward. Now we have the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we're going to talk about cars, okay? Did you know that the color of car you get really does affect its value moving forward? We'll tell you which color car holds its value the best. Also, do you feel judged by your partner when you snack? A lot of us are feeling the judgment. We'll talk about that. And a guy gets attacked by an animal after he mistook it for a dog. Wait until you hear what kind of animal it was. It's coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. And the Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. Some people care about the color of their car. Others, it does not make a difference. It's more about the make and the model. But uh, there's something that you should all be aware of, and that's that some colors do hold their value better than others. A new report from iccars.com has ranked all vehicle colors by how they depreciate over time and one color does the best by far can you guess what color that is black that's what i thought i thought for sure it would be black and it is not black that color is yellow Yellow. Yellow hmm. cars. An analyst says yellow cars keep their value because it's among the least popular colors. So they're novel in the secondhand marketplace and people are willing to pay a premium for them. Orange vehicles were second best, followed by purple, red, and green. I mean, where's I thought I for sure thought black would be on here, but guess what? Not for a while. Then you got Blue, gray, beige, and silver, those are all, all those values remain above average. The color that holds its value the least is brown. Gold ranked the second worst, followed by black and then white. 
A friend of mine has a yellow Camaro and a yellow Corvette, and they look really, really, really cool. But I asked him, like, why yellow is your thing? And his response was because everyone else is black and red. I wanted to stand out, and they do when you see them. They pop. That yellow color does pop on cars. But my initial thought goes, just like you, goes to black. I uh, I thought I read somewhere that yellow cars, because of the color of them and how they look when they're going fast, appear to be going slower than they really are. So they're a great color to have for a sports car because if uh you know a cop sees you it it looks like you're going slower than you actually are and then the opposite for red the because of the 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 makeup of the color red it appears that you're actually going faster than you are when you drive a red car i've heard the red stuff too and just a flash of the red car never heard of the the yellow that makes sense though just by sight ah they're not going too fast but they're probably going over the speed limit Hmm, maybe yellow car is next for me. (laughs) Think about it. Also this morning, if you want to eat, say, a bag of potato chips, you you shouldn't have to hide when you're eating it. But there's a reason why people might consider doing that. In a new poll, 69% of people in long-term relationships say that they feel judged by their partner for their snacking habits. And it goes both ways. Another 69% admit that they judge their partner their snack choices it's unclear if those are mostly the same people but there's clearly some overlap men are more likely to feel judged by a slim margin it happens more with younger people than old folks which makes sense if you're you know 75 years old you're not gonna have as much pressure on you to work on that summer bod maybe (laughs) than your partner grandpa wants to look good on the beach he's doing his push-ups i I, I don't know Uh, the poll also asked people what their guilty pleasure foods were and pizza is number one ice cream is second followed by burgers potato chips and fried chicken do you have a guilty go-to food guilty pleasure food Mm, a guilty go-to food I think like for me it's 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 kind of like a category of food and it's appetizers. I like appetizer food. I could just only eat appetizers. Like me main meals to me is like eh I like having little bits of like nachos and a couple of wings and oh what's this artichoke dip? Okay, let me have some. I love appetizer food. You go in the so small pickings. Much. I like oh, that. Oh, I love it. But but here's the thing. I don't like tapas. Like, I can't stand going out to dinner for tapas, but I like appetizer food. And some people would say they're the same thing, but in my mind, they're not. It's just, they're two totally different things. Yeah, I'm the same with you with the tapas. I'm not a fan of that because it's, I feel like I am at a buffet. We're eating all these different things. The food is great. There's great tapas restaurants, but I just, if I'm doing seafood, I want to stick with seafood. I don't have seafood and then chicken and then steak. I just want to stick with whatever the theme is of the night. So tapas restaurants, I'm not, when, especially, or family style. We go to a restaurant, or oh, our, our style is family style. Everyone shares. I'm like, no, I want chicken tonight. I, I don't want, want his own. fish. My yes. husband is the same way. He hates sharing food with people. I don't <laughs> mind it, but it's a, what's your guilty pleasure food? A medium Bobby from Capriati's. And I load it up with extra mayo, extra cranberry sauce. It is, you know, Thanksgiving meal on a sandwich. Mm, I love it. It's a filling sandwich. It's no secret that a Capriati's Bobby's a filling sandwich, but and also have to have with it sea salt and vinegar chips. Oh, those are my favorite chips. I love those. The, the, especially the what are the kettle? Kettle, ones? yes, oh. they have kettle there at uh, Capriati's. Ay, ay, ay. I had it last weekend when my wife was out of town. It was delicious. Yeah, that's some good stuff. Uh, finally, this morning, I'm guessing this guy is not from Florida, or he wouldn't assume things like this. Also, he may need glasses. But last Monday night, a man in F- South Florida 
was walking around uh, outside a place called the Warm Mineral Springs Motel, which is right near a river. And he thought he saw a dog approaching from the other direction. The motel's in Northport, which I guess is about halfway between Tampa and Fort Myers. So it's 1230 at night. It was dark out. But he thought it was a lost dog dragging what looked like a long leash behind it. So he let it get closer. And then he realized it wasn't a dog. It was an alligator. He tried to run, but it grabbed him by the leg. And then it wouldn't let go. And let's just say it, it got a good chunk of his uh, of his leg. Uh, he did manage to get away and flag down a cop. They called for an ambulance and got him to a hospital. Other than his mangled leg, he's he's okay. Animals, uh, animal f- handlers found the gator nearby re- and relocated it. They said it was just over seven feet long. Whoa, that is a big alligator. A big dog? How could you mistake that for a dog? <laughs> and at least two behind it. Yeah, exactly. And that's the second animal attack story of the day. Oh, yeah. We got the orangutan one, which we posted the video for. Um, a guy goes up to a cage where the, at, at a zoo, and he climbed over a wall, which he was not supposed to do, and he starts taunting this orangutan. Did we forget orangutans have long arms? <laughs> the orangutan just reaches through, grabs him, pulls him, and the guy can't get loose. He is just completely stuck and uh not saying he deserved it, but yeah, don't jump over the walls near orangutan's cages. And he's got friends that are kicking the orangutan to try to have the orangutan release him. Was not helping. He just grabbed on even tighter. It's, it's almost like he was intrigued. Like, oh, really? We're going to play this game? Okay, let's go. <laughs> you want to dance? Come on over here, buddy. What's Thursday? So we have Incoherent. Can you guess the gibberish? We were at a tie last week, but that has now changed. Hasn't yeah, it? you have pulled. Or no, no. So oh, I'm sorry, Steph. Yeah, Steph has pulled ahead. It is now seven to six to six, and it's all in the I don't know the enunciation, the uh, animation. There's a lot of different factors that go into being a good card holder when you play incoherent. I really think, and so we're gonna try and guess the gibberish here. Coming up in just about three minutes. It is 8.01 and it is time for Incoherent. Can you guess the gibberish? We are live streaming right now on our Facebook page if you want to check it out. It's actually kind of fun to play along. You get to see the cards that we're dealing with. We hold them right up to the camera. Um, <laughs> I saw JC just clean his, uh, yeah, his camera. Yeah, it was, it was little, really uh, dirty. Something was on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, check it out. This is how we play. So this is an actual game that you can get off of uh, Amazon. It's called Incoherent Family. This is the one we're playing. There's also a not family version. And uh, we're we have cards where things just look like gibberish, but they're actually real phrases, real things, and you have to try to decipher what it is that they say. So right now, the score as it stands is seven for JC. I keep saying JC, seven for Steph. Steph pulled into the lead uh, last week, and then six for me and JC. So good job on that. That was a that was a hard fought battle last week, Steph. Oh, the tiebreaker is always the one that yeah. gives us the struggles. Yes, we make the rules up as we go. That's it's, the, the rules are also incoherent. <laughs> so, so Steph, since you won last week, that means you get to go first this week. You get to pick the person that holds your cards. Who do you want to go with? 
Uh, I'm going to go with Mercedes. Okay. Mercedes, you got it. All right. All right, Steph, you have 30 seconds on the clock. You guys all ready over there? I'm stretching. I'm, I'm ready. ready. You got Stretch this, it out, Steph. Steph. Okay, let's do this. Starts now. That's what I like. That's, that's what I like. Yes. David Dobrik. David, David Dobrik. Yes. Picky Pink. Picky Pink. Picky Pink. Yes. Subscribe to my channel. Subs, subscribe to my channel. Subscribe. Pass. Oh. Xbox Alive. Xbox Alive. Xbox Alive. Xbox Alive. Ah! Oh! Okay, okay. Oh, I felt like you were really close on this. Oh. I felt like you were saying it. Yeah, I did. I, I kind of felt like you were saying it too, but there was like, you added an extra syllable. I did. Um. Xbox, Xbox Live, Xbox Live. Yes. Wow. yes. What was the second one that you got? And I have no idea what it was. That long one. This one? Yeah. What is that? David Dobrik, the guy. He's um. What he's is he? part of the vlog squad. Yeah. Oh, it's a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a what guy. What she said David is, she, she's like David Dobrik. David Dobrik. You're like, Dobrik. God, I'm like, what? I don't know what that is. He's the guy that goes and does funny things, and and then he'll give people money and a Tesla. Oh, yeah. he'll oh okay, that guy. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, how do you uh, say his name, David? David Dobrik. Dobrik. I, I think you might have said, but I think he, I knew you knew who yes, he was. So I we're did. gonna yeah, we're counts. gonna give her that. Sure, one. yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you. So you ended up getting three on this one. That's strong. You were so close on this one. Do you remember? Subscribe to my Shamnul. Subscribe to my channel. Subs- David Dobrik might say this. Subscribe to my channel. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. That was tough. Oh, You're that- really good, Steph. You are. You are the master of this. I don't know. That's a skill. I feel like today just might be a good day for me, but we'll see. Three. That is really good, especially going up against us two dummies. So you're going to no. be fine, just fine. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so that means I'm next. JC, you're going to be holding my cards All right, today. let me uh, get my I pl- have faith in you. Let me get my placement down. Yeah, please. And, and remember, the pinky goes towards the... That or, was or the one pinky. time three weeks ago. I, I notice you have tendency to kind of scooch it back up. So I'm just I, I'm just politely... I think I'm my card ask. holding is on par. I'm sorry. I'm going to defend myself on this one. I think my I card holding Defend yourself skills. always, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like this. There you go. There you go. Here you yeah. go. Uh, All okay. right. Are you kids ready? Yes, we're You guys, ready. we start now. Durham Mucklob. Durham Mucklob. Durham, Durham, Durham Muck Glob Pass. Kentucky for high Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yes. Um, tall Herm Henu. Taller menu. Uh, tall her. Tall Herm Henu. Tall her. Taller Hen Henu. Tall her. Taller menu. Taller menu. Taller menu. I don't know. What Thanks. is you don't know it either, Steph? No. T- it says it's something menu. A taller menu? It's something menu, yes. Taller. What's the hint? S- something menu. Say it again, Mercedes. Taller menu. Taller menu? Taller. Low-priced food? Valument? No. Low-priced food? The reason- Dollar menu. Dollar oh. menu. I only got one. The first one you passed on, too, Stink. right? Yeah, the very first one I was I wasted way too much time it? on. Yeah. Durham muck glob. Yeah, the first word kind of. Durham. Durham muck glob. Steph? No. Dermaglob. Theater group. Theater group. Drama club. 
One for me. Oh. <laughs> I'm terrible at this game. Those oh, are hard cards. Those you were they really are. hard. Okay, that's okay though. No excuses. JC, it's up to you. Can you take over and, and tie Steph for the lead? Can you beat her today? Can you get three? Three is what I'm going to for. Tie? Well, you're four. going for four, four to win. Please. Three to tie. Please. We don't want to no hunt. T- a tie break. No, ties are fun. Okay, so Steph, you're holding the cards for JC. You guys all set? Yep. Okay. You ready, Steph? Yep. All right, it starts now. Internet famous. Internet internet famous. Yes. Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris. Yes. Goline Thudiches. Goline Goline Thudiches. Goline Thudich. Pass. Beethoven. Beethoven. Yes. Whole uh, Avant Fork Wrist Missed Issue. Whole Avant Fork Wrist Missed Issue. Whole of Vance for Christmas <laughs> issue. Okay, let's go to back to this uh, last one. Okay. Whole of Vance for Christmas issue. Sing it. Whole of Vance for Christmas you. Whole of Mercedes, you got this one? Whole Avant Fork Wrist Miss You. Wrist Missed issue. Holy. Is it something about Christmas? Uh-huh. Oh. We talked about it in What's Trending this oh, week. I want for, for Christmas, Christmas issue. And <laughs> <laughs> this last one that you didn't get. Goline Thaditches. I, I feel like I'm, I see it, uh, Charlene. No, I don't know it. It's a command from parents. Maybe a chore. Go clean, do the di- clean the dishes. Yeah, dude, clean, clean the dishes. The dishes. Oh. It's so hard, too, because your mindset's thinking, you maybe say a celebrity had Calvin Harris, and I'm thinking we go going celebrities, and that's yeah. what my mind starts thinking, then it's clean the dishes. Well, that means we have another tie. Yes! Oh, I don't like ties. So it's, uh, it's Steph versus JC. Um, am I holding cards for one of you? I don't know. Yes, so the same thing. It would be the same people. Mercedes, you would hold the cards for me. And JC, I'll hold the hold the cards for you. Okay, but I think we're gonna need new cards because I think I only have two. Here. I've got four unused. Okay, I have two unused. So how do we do this? JC, you get one. Give one to me. You give one well, to Mercedes. Well, JC's not in the mix of holding cards, right? Right. So oh, so I don't have to worry about anything. Yeah, yeah you don't you have don't to worry, have to about, worry about, about it. So I just drew two new cards from my new open. Just, uh, freshly opened deck. Fresh deck. So you said you had four. I've got four. I have four, but I'm not in the game. No, not you. I, oh. uh, Steph. He's going over there. Oh, do you, I need more. Cards. Wouldn't it be great if all sporting games did, oh, did overtime like this? No, no game plan. Okay. Well, Make the rules up as we go. Oh, so I get two cards too. Okay. All right. So we're doing uh, four cards here. Okay. We just made these rules up. Four cards for you, JC. All right. Four cards for Steph. Uh, Steph as the reigning champion. Do you want to go first, or do you want JC to go first? I will go first. Mercedes, okay. give me the card. <sighs> All right, you guys, you ready? Because the clock starts now. I'm a thinking Cove the world. <laughs> I'm a thinking Cove the world. I'm a thinking Cove the world. I'm a thi- I'm a thinking. Ah, uh, uh, pass. Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. Yes. SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes. Hamasan Alexa. <laughs> Hamasan Alexa. Hamas Hamasan Alexa. Hamasan Alexa. Hamasan. Oh! oh, you're saying it. What in the world was that Hamasan Alexa? Don't say it. It might set them off. 
Ham a sauna let's a what? Hint. Uh, Robot commands. What? Don't don't I don't want you to say it because they'll go off. Oh. Is it something about A L E X A? Yes. <laughs> and who makes it? Amazon A L E X A. Amazon Alexa. That I love wow. one too. Okay. Right? This first one. You were almost saying it. I'm a thinking Cove the world. I'm a thinking. Uh, I'm a thinking Cove the world. What is it, JC? I'm king of the world. Yep, I'm the uh, king of the world. Uh, but the good news is, you got two. Very that's true. strong. Yeah. That's strong. I hope please, I get. I hope please, I just get two. Please don't get two, JC. Please don't get two. Okay, these oh are the God. ones. Okay, JC, you ready? Yeah, ready. Because the clock starts now. Me come air ik augurate akin pass. <laughs> Fun ill laugh rap Puccino. Fun ill laugh rap Puccino. Fun little fun little fun ill laugh rap Puccino. Al Pacino? No. Fun little fun ill laugh rap. Fun little rap Puccino? Fun little fun ill laugh rap Puccino. Fun ill laugh. Fun ill laugh. Fun ill cake. Fun ill I don't all. Okay. Starbucks? What do you order? Yeah, what oh, is Oh, frappuccino. What kind? Caramel frappuccino. No. Funnel, fun ill, laugh frappuccino. Not chocolate, not strawberry. Vanilla frappuccino. Yes, vanilla oh. frappuccino. Oh. And this one was, uh, it's a political phrase. Make, um, make America great again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he saw, he said pass. He's not even going to try it. That means That's we awesome. have a winner. Sad you you didn't get any JC, but I'm happy that we don't yeah, have another I'm thinking, tie. So I'm looking at the clock. God. I'm thinking I'm glad this game is over. Oh yeah, Steph is pulling ahead. Two wins in a row. It is eight to six to six. Congratulations, Steph. This is your game. Thank you. Wow, you I did mean, very well. You it was actually you in the beginning. So I don't know. Next week you might come in. Ah, uh, doubtful. The queen of incoherence. <laughs> we need to get like a championship belt yes, or something. Yeah, or bingo. a crown or something. Yeah, the incoherent <laughs> crown. We do that every Thursday at eight a.m. It's incoherent. And you can buy the game yourself and play it with family. There's a, a dirty edition, too, which is lots of fun when grandma's playing it. Coming up next, we're kicking off 60-plus minutes commercial-free. And then we have those tickets for you to the Illuminarium over at Area 15. You're going to have a blast. Your windows at 825. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. What a big summer for you guys, Mercedes. Coming up in August, right, when Sophie heads off to college? Yeah, she is. Uh, we're, we just got a confirmation. Um email yesterday that a bunch of the there's a lot of kids from the vegas area that are going to the same college she is and so they're having like a summer meetup where like the kids and the parents can all meet and so we got an email about that yesterday uh that we're all gonna do a little meetup summer send-off is what they're calling it oh that's cool when i when i came to unlv i came in blind didn't know anybody and uh, i filled out a little questionnaire for a roommate and met my roommate when i arrived he because i came in um winter session so it was january when i arrived he was off on on winter break so i i moved into our dorm room he was already established i had my little area i set up and after a couple days he came back to town and that's when i met him so sophie is also gonna have a roommate this fall and that's exciting but also nervous at the same time yeah it's like you and, and if you've had a roommate before whether it was in college or just otherwise it's it's hard living with someone a, a stranger and and getting to know them and it takes some time and i envy some of the the 
people that have gone into like a college roommate situation knowing their roommates already. Like you guys were friends before you're going to the same school and you're like, hey, let's just be roommates. Mm-hmm. And then, so you are you, you move past that awkward phase. She had the uh, she had the uh, the option to choose like a single room or a room with a roommate. I'm like, don't go single because then you're going to feel alienated and you're not going to have someone to talk to. So I'm hoping for the best on that one. I found an online roommate questionnaire because you fill out these questionnaires to see what kind of personality you are. This is from Wells College and it's a 13 question questionnaire. I want to give it to you, Mercedes, to see what kind of person you are and maybe see what kind of roommate you'll be looking for. But they do, at the they have a little paragraph explaining, fill out the questionnaire. We'll help pick the ideal roommate for you oh, based on your personality and lifestyle. But please note that while the, the office of residence life does its absolute best to pair compatible roommates completing this form does not guarantee a perfect roommate pairing yeah Yeah. they have to throw in that little (laughs) disclaimer okay so let's see if we could if we could all be roommates with each other based on our answers on this yeah see where we go with this thing so the first question is what kind of relationship are you looking for in a roommate to do everything together to be friends to be respectful and peacefully coexist um, I th- I would say the second one to be friends. I'd like to be friends, but we don't have to do everything together. That would th- that would be too much for me. I'm right there with you, and that's how it was with my roommate. We were friends. We did some stuff together. We we, we hung out a little bit, but yeah, I just I get along with the person. Be friends. Yeah, I'm good with that. Which statement best describes you? I'm a morning person and prefer to live with a morning person. I'm a morning person and can live with a night person. I'm a night person and prefer to live with a night person. Or I'm a night person and can live with a morning person. Um, I would say I'm a morning person and prefer to live with a morning person. <laughs> I just the the sleep schedules are just they're important and I, I'll have to tiptoe around a lot. You'll have to tiptoe around a lot, and let's just not do that. That's <laughs> good. You think about it. Oh no, I'm a morning person, but I can. That's fine. If they want to stay up late, I can deal with it. Not if you're in the same room. They're watching TV. They're on their computer or something. That'll that'll wear thin fast. I use my personal space for studying, relaxing, hanging out with friends, quiet contemplation. I plan on rarely using my space. I would say relaxing. Yeah, I I like to I'd like to leave to to do work stuff or school stuff. I try not to do it all in one room cuz then you get tied down to that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you? Um I prefer my personal space for relaxing. I, it sounds like you and I would be I ideal roommates, would, yeah. man. We would be the best roommates. We we totally uh, are answering everything the same. Studying, I went to the library to study. Hanging out with friends, I, I, I would always leave my room to go hang out with buddies and stuff. Quiet contemplation. I'm in college. I wasn't doing that. Um, let's see here. Which statement best describes your preferred studying environment in your room? I prefer a study environment that is very quiet uh, with some noise. I'm able to study regardless of noise level. I must have some level of noise in order to study. Um, I think that I need some level of noise, like some music or something. I need, I need that just because it's too quiet. Then I drift off and I get, I, I, I start looking at other things and I don't focus. But if there's like some consistent music in the background, I'm good to go. What if it's music you don't like? Uh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a different thing. Or like if the TV is on or a streaming show is on, I, I need some sort of noise, but not stuff I hate. <laughs> this, these are very broad stroke questions. I feel like they need to get deeper because I, I consider myself shy, fairly shy, neutral, fairly outgoing, outgoing. How would you consider yourself? Um, what are the options again? Shy, fairly shy, neutral, 
Fairly outgoing? Outgoing. I'd say neutral. I'd say neutral on that. I was going to say fairly shy, but I, I think that I can be neutral on that. What about you? I would go with fairly outgoing. Would like to do some stuff, but also there's going to be times I just want to hang out by myself and don't talk to me. <laughs> did, did you ever have that issue with your uh, with your roommate where you're like, please don't talk to me? No. <laughs> Dude, don't stop talking to me. I, I lucked out because I moved in. I brought uh, an alarm clock and that was it. And he had a Nintendo, he had the TV, he had everything. We were loaded um, as far as like accessories in our dorm room. Are you a smoker? Yes, I smoke daily. Yes, but I only smoke occasionally. No, I do not smoke. No, I do not smoke. <laughs> Definitely no. Okay, would you prefer a roommate that smokes? No. Does, <laughs> does not smoke? Where I have no preference. No offense to the smokers, but no. It, I, I sneeze when I, with the, the cigarette smoke. I sneeze, my eyes water. It would be a bad match. I'm right there with you. I'm not a smoker and don't want one. Last, they have a bunch of more. I'll hit you with this last one here. Um, let's go with this one here. I plan on going home every weekend, every other weekend, once a month. Rarely or only during academic breaks or never. I'd say once a month. What about you? Um, so I put down never because when I moved to to UNLV, I I, didn't, I never I, it took me a year to finally get home. Oh, did, well, I I guess I'm doing it as if I'm Sophie. I, okay, okay. And I'm hoping she comes home once a month, but I guess we really don't know that. No, listen to the mindset. You're in San Diego. You could drive home if you wanted to. Yes, yeah, so you said once a month. Yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. Uh, what's the real questions that should be asked? These are I like good surface questions, but I feel like there are more important questions that need to be asked to see whether or not you'd be a, a match. What's the one question you would ask of a roommate that, that you don't feel is on any of these? Mine would be, what are your top three favorite types of music? I think music is such a big part of my life and I listen to it all the time where if we had completely different musical styles, not that it wouldn't be okay, because I think it's always good to be exposed to different things. But I, you know, I definitely think that you need to be at least crossing over a little bit so you can find some common ground at some point. So I would say for me, 80s music. Okay. That was a big thing from 80s music. I like you too. I like the Rolling Stones, but I would just I would just say for overall broad strokes I like 80s music. We might not get matched up then. What would you put down? I would say hip hop. Mm, we wouldn't be matched. No. No, they wouldn't. Cuz you wouldn't put hip hop on yours. I wouldn't put 80s mm-hmm. on mine. What about second place? Can we find a match? 90s alternative. I was a 90s pop maybe. So we're kind of getting close. Mm-hmm. We're kind of getting close. Third option. K-pop. My third option would be country. What? Name one current country song. Uh, Keith Urban. In a song, my old guitar. Oh my gosh. That is not a song by Keith Urban. His hit, my old guitar. My old guitar? Yeah. He says that way in, this, in the song, too. It makes it so famous. My old guitar. You've been my friend. He's talking about his guitars, his friends, his childhood. He goes on and on singing about this old guitar of his. Don't make me be an idiot and Google this. <laughs> he is making me. And there's no song called My Old Guitar. <laughs> but I did Google it. <laughs> Just in case, we would not be a match. No, we wouldn't be. Darn it. 
They probably wouldn't match a guy and a girl up in a room, though. <laughs> I also think an important question would be like, what are your favorite snacks? Oh, good, good, good. I want to make sure that we're on different snack pages so you don't steal my snacks. <laughs> oh, what do you like? Oh, okay, I don't like that stuff. We can be friends because I know you won't steal my food. <laughs> I would want to know their level of partying. Do they like to party every night? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, party. Well, I don't want I'm down for going out on a Friday and a Saturday, maybe a happy hour in the week during college. But outside of that, I, I, I do want to kind of chill. You, you're talking about current day JC, right? Because we know old school JC was like party all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Every night I until know. the sun comes up. Didn't you like come into work like hungover all the time? Me? Yeah. No. With like stains on your shirts and stuff. I thought you I had a shirt that always had stains on it. There was paint stains on his shirt. Oh, so okay. painting. The hungover <laughs> I thought thing. It was ranch dressing stains. <laughs> confusing with other people. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> come on now. What? <laughs> uh, let's do this right now. We want caller. 20 at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up. And this is a cool prize for you. Yeah, we are giving you tickets to see the Illuminarium over at Area 15. It's so cool. You want to be in there. Uh, I Actually, I've been dying to go. It's really cool. Not just two tickets, four tickets. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20, you're playing. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Tina, you're caller 20. Woo. Woohoo! Oh my gosh, how are you guys? Hi. <laughs> you ready to play Heads Up? You're going to win today. I'm feeling it. Okay, I'm feeling it too. Yes, uh, I am. All right, pick a category. Do you want to go with yo-yo, salt, and pepper? Oh, boy. That's a tough one. Uh, let's go with yo-yo. Yo-yo it is. National Yo-Yo Day is, was on Monday. So these are all different types of toys or different types of games, okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Well, I played with you one other time, so I want to try my luck with JC. Good job. Ooh, okay. I, and JC knows <laughs> toys and stuff. I think you guys are going to win. This all is right. good. I like okay. this. All right. Here we go, Tina. Here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct, and you win, and we start now. This is the name of a pizza company, and then the toy, they're little uh, black or white squares, and you, sometimes you line them up and... What? Checkers. No, nope, uh, we'll pass on this one. This was a, um, a square thing. You would uh, turn it. There were colors on each side. It was big in the 80s, and you try to match all the colors on each side. Time No, it was, a, it, was, it was square. It was like a block, and you turn it. Um... Okay, we'll, we'll pass. These are prehistoric creatures. There's a big Jurassic. Yes. This was a game you played in the 80s. I sank, you sank my blank. You would have two boards, and you would, there'd be pegs in the board. If you go to war, these things are out at the battleship? sea. Yes, battleship. You would, uh, Jigsaw is a type of one of these. Jigsaw puzzle. Yes. Uh, Ken's girlfriend. A doll. Who's uh, Barbie? Barbie, yeah. This thing you would draw on. It was like a metal thingy. Yes! No, that's, that's, that's five. five. Oh. <laughs> Premature celebration. I got excited oh. at five, Tina. Oh, man. You missed it by one. I'm so sorry. I, I know, sorry. Tina. It's on me, too. My clues were subpar. It was Domino's was the first one that we missed. And yes, that, of course. That 80s toy with the color on the side, the square thing, Rubik's Cube. 
Rude, yeah, of course. I'm so sorry, you guys. You were so close. Do not hang up, Tina. We are going to get you a consolation gift, like a T-shirt or something. Um, that was a really good effort. Those were really hard. So I am, you know, I'm bummed for you, but I'm excited for Caller 20 right now. 702-364-9400. You are going to get this four-pack of tickets to check out the Illuminarium at Area 15. You ever see that player in a football game? He's about to score a touchdown. And he starts celebrating about five yards out before he gets yeah. in there and someone comes up behind him and tackles him. That was me. Oh. We did it. No, we got one more to go. I like how you just celebrate the little victories. You didn't win the, the round, but you won five answers. So yeah. that was good. <laughs> Mix 94.1. I just read an interesting stat, and I'm wondering if this is the same for a lot of you guys out there, okay? Where did you see your first nude woman? Do you remember where you saw it? This uh, this survey showed that there there is a number one answer, and I I didn't even think about this, this place. Uh-uh. Honestly, you, where was the first place you saw your first nude woman? Like in a, in a magazine or physically in front of me outside of my mom? Just, like, just in general. The first time you saw uh, the female form with without clothing. Have to be a Playboy magazine that I found in the attic. So it was your father's? It was my dad's Playboys. <laughs> yeah, I was. I remember too because it, their house goes, you go upstairs you turn to the left, it was my sister's bedroom. And then the other side of my sister's bedroom was the attic. And I remember going to the attic for something. I forget what it was. Looking for something. And then finding a Playboy. Going, whoa. Starting to look at it. But my sister was in her bedroom. She's like, what are you doing in there? Are you coming out? Ask me whatever I was looking for. I'm like, I'll be out in a second. And then putting that magazine down. And then when everyone left the house that afternoon, rushing back up to the attic to relook at those magazines. You know, nudity, I mean, we were all born nude. So like nudity is not a big deal in my mind. It's just like whatever. But I think when you're at that age and you see, uh, especially the opposite sex, because you know what you know Mm -hmm. on you. And then you see the other one, you're like, whoa, wait a second. Especially like grown up. Like kids is one thing when you're a kid and you have a brother or sister that runs around naked. It's like it doesn't it didn't even register for me. But then when you see, when you get older and you're like, wait, what? Ew. (laughs) (laughs) It was was also, too, you see other naked pictures or something. Right. But you see this, the female form. I remember she was like lying on top of a Mustang or something. Like, whoa, look at this girl. (laughs) And why is she lying on a Mustang like that? She's going to get it all dirty. (laughs) (laughs) She can scratch it. Well, so so it's funny that you say that because that was uh, the second most popular place that guys see their first naked woman. Um, Dad's stash of magazines or other things. Number one was National Geographic. National Geographic was the number one place that guys saw their first nude woman, followed by dad's stash, then uh, a sister or friend's sister's place next on the list. And then about 3% of men admit that they did not see a nude woman for the first time until their wedding night. Oh, boy. I know. Anyone in that situation? When did you see your first uh, glimpse of... A nude adult. And and do you still remember? Because I think it's always kind of jarring. And again, nudity is nudity. I think we... is it some, I think we over-sexualize it, quite frankly. I just... I don't think it's that big of a deal. But I do remember the first time I saw opposite-sex nudity. And I was like, 
Ugh. The guy was just <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Um, let's talk to Jill. Jill, what, what was it for you? I'm going through my older brother's stuff in his room. And you found what? Like magazines? A porn magazine, yes. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. 10 years older. Uh, did you tell on him? No. <laughs> I would have been Everyone like, just changed the subject when I was asking questions. <laughs> I would have told on my brother so fast. <laughs> no, you can't snitch. <laughs> but what, was it, what was it for you, Mercedes? Where was it? Was it a magazine? Where, what was it? It was, it was an accident. I was walking upstairs, and my dad had just gotten out of the shower, and he was his bedroom door was open. And I was walking up the stairs, and I just turned my head to the left, and right at that moment, he walked right in front of the door, and I was like, Ah, and I immediately turned my head. I was like, and I was just so confused and he didn't see me. And I was glad he didn't see me because I did not want to approach that topic at all. But it just was, I was just like, so confused at what I saw because, you know, like my brother and I, when we were little, we would, my mom would throw us in the bathtub together. So I knew things were different, mm-hmm. but I just did, you know, it, it wasn't a big deal. Again, we were naked running around my house all the time, but never my dad. <laughs> so I was just like, really kind of like, ugh. <laughs> we'll remove your father from the picture. When I actually saw like the, the female form. No, like another, just the, a, the outside of. Because, yeah, I had my older sister, and she I, we did the same thing with the bathing, and I think I saw my mom naked or something like that. But to, to, When did you see your mom naked? <laughs> we were, I, did, I think I told the story before. We were at uh, Cape May, uh, our, our summer vacation, and we were all staying in the same little hotel room. That's what we do for the week. And I think she came back into the room. It was, like a, it was two rooms, like the sleeping area, then like a sitting area. And she walked into the sitting area, and she had her top down. And that's when I saw... Oh, there's mommy's breasts. <laughs> hmm. I think for me, just like not family related. Yeah. I would say it was probably a, like in one of, oh, I'm trying to think. I Maybe it was a National Geographic magazine. I remember seeing like when we would, my dad subscribed and I, you know, he'd tell me, tell us to look at them. And I remember seeing they would do stories about like, you know, various cultures and stuff. And I remember there was one specific one woman and he, she was like best known in her village for making something. I can't remember what it was that she made. And, but she was, she did it without a top on. And she, I remember she was sitting there and there was a bunch of little kids around her. And I was like, do they not know she's not wearing a shirt? (laughs) Like, why are they not acknowledging this? It was like, so it was so odd to me. But again, it's because we we make it such a big deal. Nudity is such a big deal. And then my mom sat down and she explained. She's like, that's how it is in some cultures. It's not a big deal. And that's why my mom always walked around naked. She didn't care. <laughs> she's like, I'm European. Ugh. Did your brothers have magazines? Did you ever find your brother's magazine? They, no, they had magazines. I, I found a videotape once uh, underneath the couch in our basement. It was like a VCR tape. And I was, I was doing a workout uh, tape of some sort, and I was on the floor doing sit-ups, and I looked to the side, and I was like, what's this videotape? And I pulled it out, and, I was, and there was nothing. There was a label, but it was, had been pulled off, and I was like, what is this? So I put it in the VCR. <gasps> I was like, oh, my gosh. And it was not rewound. Oh, that's so the worst. I, I was like, oh. And I know it was not. It did not belong to my dad's because I <laughs> to be a brat.
I hit it, and my brother was panicking. Oh, He's no. Like, hey, I had some stuff uh, downstairs. Did anyone mess with my stuff? I'm like, what stuff? The, being the bratty big sister. I'm like, what stuff are you talking about? And he's like, just I had some stuff down there. And I was like, like a video stuff? And he's like, where is it? It was so funny. You got That was the golden rule of those tapes. You had to rewind it. You don't want to see where your brother stopped. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hot three's up next. What do you got for us? Oh, jeez. You stopped there? Man, oh, man. Just so distraught. I had I had completely blanked out that memory until you just brought it back. Always rewind. That was the golden rule. Yes, Always. be kind. Sometimes rewind. You, you would swap. You would trade. Always rewind. Your buddy gives it back. Dude, you didn't rewind. And you stopped there? Okay. Did you and my husband have a trade-off thing once? Yeah, we did. I got the raw end of the deal, and I'll tell you why. Maybe again. Didn't you, like, clown? Like, no, videos? that was someone else that was in it. That was someone else. There was a three-man trade-off. And that third man, I remember watching going, what? I just what? had a weird flashback. Yeah. I was it, like, oh, my gosh. You guys used to trade videos. We did. It's so deranged. We did, but Matt was always just, like, very clean. Like, there was a woman washing a car. <laughs> You get into my stuff, you're like, what? Was your stuff so disturbing or what? <laughs> it was someone else that, the, that were clowns. Oh, my like, Is this Barnum and Bailey? What am I watching here, man? <laughs> we have to move on. There's so many jokes I want to make, but I would get in so much trouble. Okay, um, coming up in the hot three, uh, kiss the blahs goodbye. Doing this will help you uh, help levels of depression go down. We'll tell you what it is. Also, uh, next time you're doing this at dinner, make sure you uh, tell or next time you do this at dinner, make sure you notice your kid's reaction. It is making them feel closer to you. And Geico has to pay a woman $5.2 million after this happened to her in a guy's car. Wait until you hear what it was. It's coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Kiss just for the fun of it. Not just during or leading up to, you know, intimacy. Kissing reduces the levels of stress and depression. A new study found that couples who kiss often are eight times more likely to be stress and depression free than those who Never kiss unless they're about to be intimate. According to researchers, when couples kiss and cuddle, it makes them feel closer and more secure so they can deal with life's difficulties. Cuddling, no. If you're talking kissing, as when Laura leaves the house, I'll give her a kiss. When I come home, I'll give her a kiss. That happens all the time. But a makeout sesh? That's not happening. No, no, no making out. You guys making out on the couch and stuff? No, not really. But I, I mean, we do kiss quite a bit like last night. But I can tell I can tell what his intentions are with each kiss. They all feel different. You know, there's like there's the oh, you're home Mwah, kiss. Mm -hmm. There's the oh, good night kiss. Mwah. And then there's the like last night I got one of those kisses where I was like, uh, uh, uh. The, he was like, well, good. he's like, are you tired? I was like. Yeah, a little. And he's like, all right, well, good night. And he gave me this like, l like long lingering kiss. I'm like, oh, oh I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, good night. Oh, the frisky kiss. Yeah, I could, tell, kiss. I, was, I could tell he was hoping things would uh, d escalate. And I was like, nope, not happening. You ever get a kiss on top of the head? 
No. No. <laughs> Sometimes it's a weird you? positioning. <laughs> I get home from work. <laughs> Laura's in her office. I walk in. Hey, and, I, and she's like sitting in her chair. Sometimes at odd angle. So I just like, grab her, kiss her on top of the head. Do you ever accidentally kiss someone? I accidentally kissed my friend's husband once. They still give me the him and him the worst time for it it's we were out for drinks one night and we're all leaving and i was like oh bye see you guys and i always you know hug my friends on the kid on the the, uh and give him a kiss on the cheek and i turned to hug him and give him a kiss on the cheek and he does the same thing at the exact same time and we turn and we locked lips and kissed and i was like we're like Oh my god! But then we tried to not make a big deal out of it. But she, his wife, is there, who is one of my best friends, and then my husband's there, and then all our friends are there, and everyone's like, "What was that?" And we're like, "I don't know." It was just so. You didn't awkward. hold it, though, did you? No, no. It was just we just moved <laughs> in at the same. <laughs> <laughs> Making out for thirty seconds. What just happened? That was an accident. I'll see you later. <laughs> They're well, so awkward. What you? Okay. If if a friend accidentally brushes your breast, what is the, oh, I'm so sorry, or is it as if someone were to brush my shoulder, it's not a big thing? Like, I've been in a situation where I've accidentally hit a woman's breast, and I, I'm, oh, I'm so sorry, or she's not even moved past, like, if I were to hit your elbow, I might not say I'm sorry. What's the proper way to handle that? Well, I think there's two ways, because mm-hmm. I've been on the receiving end of it from people before. One is just to not even acknowledge it and pretend like it never happened. Mm-hmm. And then the person that it happened to might think like, oh, they probably just didn't realize what they did. Good. Didn't, glad they didn't make a, a big deal out of it. But I, one time someone did something and I actually I thought it was kind of endearing and it, it may it put the awkwardness less on me and more on them. And then they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm all elbows. I'm bumping everyone all over the place. I'm so sorry. And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. No worries. Like, they didn't acknowledge where it was. He's like, gosh, I'm so clumsy. I'm always bumping into people. I'm so sorry. Are you all right? Okay. And then I was like, okay, so something like that. That's good. That's good. Thank you. Now, you, now you're gonna say that next. You're gonna purposely <laughs> bump into my boob now. <laughs> Leaving the studio. <laughs> I'm oh, so my sorry. elbows! Oh. Oh. Uh, also, this morning, next time you're eating dinner with the kids, bring up a story from your childhood. Like I don't know how you broke your arm in fifth grade, or how you started in a high school play. Research from Emory University shows that children familiar with their parents' personal stories stay closer to their families as they age because kids feel more connected to their past and they take pride in their origins tell the uh, retell the story if the girls missed the today's show about what you found in your basement your brother's tape oh gosh no <laughs> that's a, that's one i won't tell them but i i'm trying to think like if i ask them tell me a story that you know from my childhood like what story they would tell oh can, can, can we get one of them on oh there's no way they're even awake right no, now. one of them is up. They're Sophie's on summer up. vacation Sophie's up. guaranteed she is not are up. they sleep would they go to bed late too yeah i i think they they wake up i think matt's rule is they have to be up by 10 a.m so they're still asleep right now but next time they're up early we'll ask for sure yep, well i'm writing it down in my little uh, notepad here uh, they're gonna bring up the time you're brother punched you in the stomach over the bumper cars oh that's a good so guess that's a guess bumper good car guess. punch that's what i'm saying um i'm gonna guess that they'll bring up Ooh man <sighs> the, gosh i don't i feel like i haven't told them a lot of my childhood stories <laughs> uh, I, maybe they'll bring up uh, oh i know they'll bring up how i was voted um most likely to be on saturday night live i like to brag about that okay. one to them that, that that's the one i i predict staff i'm I'll making notes here what story once we eventually get to this do you think they'll bring up i can only think of the one that you said that your brother got 
into like a dog fight or so a dog bit him on his face. Oh yeah. Oh. That yeah, it didn't happen to me, but it happened to my brother Mario. He got yeah. Okay. That counts. That's a story from my childhood. Honorable mention is when Willie got struck by lightning. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if they know about Willie and Jessica. <laughs> I've been feeling he probably told the Willie story. Maybe you were in San Diego, Coronado, thunderstorm rolled in. He told the girls to come inside because there's thunder and lightning. Let me tell you about my friend Willie that got struck as a kid. Oh, okay. We're gonna we're put money on it. If I anyone else it. has their guess, we'll put you down in the pool for this one. Uh, finally, this morning, this is uh, kind of crazy. Apparently, auto insurance companies can be held liable if someone gets an STD while hooking up in a car, at least in Missouri. Last year, an anonymous woman in Missouri demanded that Geico pay her $1 million because she got an STD after having unprotected relations in a guy's car. Geico refused, but she took them to court, and this week a Missouri appeals court ordered Geico to pay her $5.2 million. Now, why it's really it's complicated, but it boils down to this. Geico refused to get involved initially and wouldn't join the guy's defense. The court later said that that was them opting out of a defense. Okay, so then the woman and the guy went to arbitration, which awarded her more five point two million dollars based on the documentation that she provided. They also reached some sort of an agreement that limited his personal liability. And that put Geico on the hook because of a precedent in Missouri that was set in a similar insurance case. One of the appeals court judges even admitted he didn't he didn't think that Geico got a fair shake, but he had no choice because it was uh, because of the precedent. So a stupid precedent. Geico's dumb lawyers uh, allowed this couple's stupid decision to wore out warrant a stupid payout and like what, insane and what did she got an std from the guy yeah for five million dollars dang is what's geico is that flow who's who's what's the guy that's the uh, gecko oh that's right uh, it could save you on your insurance yeah. company or insurance and then and get you an std <laughs> coming up this hour uh about to say imagine dragons we're gonna play imagine dragons but panic at the disco they'll be here in october and we have your tickets we have them for you at 9 40 it's mixed Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending on Mix 94.1? Taylor Hawkins is trending this morning. The Foo Fighters are paying tribute to their late drummer with a pair of tribute concerts. They announced the shows yesterday. The first one's going to take place at Wembley Stadium in London on September 3rd. And then the second is going to be on September 27th at the Forum in Los Angeles. Tickets are going to go on sale on June 17th. On the Foo Fighters website, they haven't announced a lineup for it yet. I have to imagine it's going to be filled with huge names. Um, but Taylor's widow, she uh, Allison, she actually released a statement saying, My deepest thanks and admiration go out to the global Foo Fighters community and Taylor's fans far and wide for the outpouring of love each and every one of you have shown our beloved Taylor your kindness has been an invaluable comfort for me and my family during this time of unimaginable grief. And you know that's going to be a celebration of his life when the artists come together and once they announce them. I, I remember when Freddie Mercury passed away, which was in the early 90s, and they did this similar kind of tribute show to him. And it was in Wembley Stadium. And Queen was out there playing a bunch of songs and different artists were coming out. And I remember George Michael joining Queen on stage. I want to say he did the um, Elton John song, Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. And it was just this moving performance. And that's the stuff we'll get at these tribute shows for him.
Yeah, it's uh, man, it's just still hard to believe that he's gone. You know? Oh, I know, and and, and it, he's that's one of those deaths where I found it on social media, scrolling through someone's Instagram story, and they just made you know had a post about him. Like, what is this person talking about? And then you start researching. Like, gosh, sad. Yeah, it really is. So that is trending this morning. Halsey is trending this morning. We can all finally decide if so good is so good. Remember the whole TikTok drama with Halsey and her record label? Well, she wanted them to release her newest single, but she alleges that they wouldn't do it until she had a viral moment. So she made a viral moment about that. And then everybody was saying, okay, can the single come out now? Well, it is going to be dropped today, 3 p.m. You can hear it right here on Mix 94.1. The song is actually inspired by her love story with Alive Aiden, which is their partner and father of their child. The music video for the single will be released on Friday. There's two music things I'm excited about. I'm, ex- I'm super excited to hear the song today at 3 o'clock. I'll tune in when Heather plays it, but then I'm excited for you for tonight at 9 o'clock with BTS. It's a double whammy. The BTS proof album will be released tonight. The countdown is on. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about that. And then also we have Fitz from Fitz and the Tantrums on our show tomorrow, and they have a new single that is being released tomorrow. So lots of cool new music. That's great. Out. Yeah, it's a great summer of music. Yeah, for sure. And then finally this morning, Van Leuven is trending. That may sound familiar. The ice cream brand just released five new flavors for the summer, and we tried their new flavors Earlier this year, one of them being macaroni and cheese. Well, the new flavors for the summer sound um, pretty good, with the exception of one. That is the gray poupon flavored. It is, yeah, like the mustard. It has crushed up pretzels in it, along with a gray poupon honey Dijon mustard swirl. You can actually buy pints of it at Walmart stores nationwide for a limited time. The other four flavors uh, sound a little less risky. I, I can go for these. Espresso, peach, Honey cornbread with strawberry jam and campfire s'mores. Totally good on all those. Yeah, great coupons. Nice on a sandwich, not on my ice cream. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't think so. No, no, no. Um, and that is what's trending. Panic at the Disco. We have your tickets coming up at 940. Here are the details on that show. Remember when her residency was canceled? They talked about that residency popping up in June. It's June. Where, where's the deal? You haven't heard anything. Nothing now. What's going on? I, at this point, I'm like, okay. Well, yeah. if you're not going to do it, that's fine. We'll just move on. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> it is 9.54. We are done for the day. We'll be back tomorrow on a Friday. Like we uh, mentioned earlier, we have a special guest joining us in the 6 o'clock hour. Fitz from Fitz in the Tantrums. Going to talk to us about some new music, what they're up to. Are they coming to Las Vegas or not? What's going on? We've got lots of questions to to ask Fitz tomorrow, and we'll play their new song called Sway. It's so good. You guys are going to love it. Um, Other than that, we've got the Friday Rewind coming up tomorrow, the Oh Wow Wheel, and more Panic at the Disco tickets to give away in the 9 o'clock hour, so stay tuned for that. Now it is time for the line of the day. Well, it was the late 90s, and Mercedes' husband, Matt, and I were involved in a very interesting tape trading group. Take a listen. Did you and my husband have a trade-off thing once? Yeah, we did. I got the raw end of the deal, and I'll tell you why. Didn't you, like, clown? Like, no, that was someone else that was in it. That was someone else. There was a three-man trade-off. And that third man, I remember watching it going, what? I just what? had a weird flashback. <laughs> yeah. I was it, like, oh, my gosh. But Matt was always just very clean. Like, there was a woman washing a car. <laughs> You get into my stuff, you're like, what? I, I learned a lot about you that I did not yeah, know yeah. that I wanted to know about you. Uh, that was, yeah, that was a traumatic time. Well, to defend me from 
from the late 90s. That was not my tape. I had another tape that I traded. I was, I was involved in two trade taping groups, and so I traded my stuff with a buddy. My buddy gave me that stuff, and then I gave Matt my buddy's stuff. So that technically wasn't my stuff. Sure. Just uh, all I know is you did not rewind, and we know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever happened, it was all a dream at the end. If you watched it at the very end, she woke up. Oh, what, what is it? <laughs> wow. It was a fun one today. That'll do it for show number 1641 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. 